Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hoy visitamos el centro de Madrid pionero en la industria automovilística española. Hoy hacemos Radio In Company desde Grupo PSA con Richard Baugan. Hello and welcome. Yes, welcome to a new edition. Well, this is not a new edition. This is a special edition of uh, Richard Vaughn Live. And uh, es una edición invasiva, diría yo. Invasive decision, the session, because I am invading Alberto Alonso's program. The last half hour of the show with no name. Lo estamos invadiendo descaradamente. And... Also, we are going to invade in half an hour the first hour of Test Your English with, with uh, Jimena, with Jimena, holiday. So, but why? Because it's a special day. Today is Thursday in October, and it's a special day. It's a special day for me, and it's a special day for Vaughan Radio, and I think it's a special day for three... Three very interesting people who are here to join me from El Grupo PSA. PSA, ¿qué significa? PSA, PSA, Peugeot, Citroën, and... And? What's Opel. The Opel. Yes. All right. And DS. And, and DS. Yes. yes, the Grupo PSA, Peugeot, Citroën, which people know very much, with factories in Vigo, in Madrid, and in Zaragoza. Well, Zaragoza, in Figueruelas. That's right. That's right, in Figueruelas. And I have visited all three factories, I believe. I've been in Figueroa. Even my father, mi padre. My father was traveling. My father had shares in General Motors many years ago. And my father was in Zaragoza, and he drove to, to Figueruelas and said, and showed up at the door. Apareció ahí de repente en la puerta de la fábrica. Dice, amigo, me gustaría visitar la fábrica. They didn't know what to do. ¿Qué hacemos con este señor? Finally, they gave him a tour of the factory. But in any case, Grupo PSA is one of the most important um, automotive groups in the world. And it's in Europe, it is also number one or number two. Is that correct? It is, absolutely. We're one of the strongest ones, yes. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is Paula Vicente, Directora de Marketing de Opel. Say, right. De la marca Opel, only the Opel brand. That's right, only Opel brand, German so one. So you're, you're not interested in Citroën or in Peugeot? I am. They're my cousins, you know. They're important. They're family. Okay. All in the family. Yes. Uh, but how long have you been working in the Opel Group? And well, now? nearly 20 years. So So you I'm started when you were 15. Nearly. I was 20, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Richard. All right. I was 20 years old. I was ending up uh, university and a uh, possibility to start an internship pop out, and I decided to join, and since then, I'm here. But where are you from? What, are you from Zaragoza? Or from where? Kind of. I was born in France, and I lived for many years in France and in Belgium, in Brussels. Okay. And this is actually where I learned English. I, I went to an American school for three years. Okay. In Madrid? Or in, in, in Brussels. Ah, in Brussels. Yes. So, your, what is your first language? Spanish or French? Or English? No, I, I would say Spanish or French. But it is true that because I was born in France and I was raised in France, uh, I kind of preferred 
I don't know, French cinema, French movies, French books. Okay, but how did you make contact with Open, first of all? Well, I, was in, I started with an internship, and right. from there onwards, I moved forward, and I was For pretty lucky. In lucky? Opel in Saragossa. Why were you lucky? Luck doesn't exist. A bit. Yeah? yeah? You were a bit lucky. I was a bit lucky. But have you always worked in Spain, or have you... Well, I, I, worked in, I started in Saragossa. I started traveling and visiting dealers, and right. after that, I moved to Madrid, to our, the office in Madrid uh, for the marketing area as a product manager. All right. From there, I was given the opportunity to move to Italy, to Rome, All right. for three years. Oh, wow. Back to Madrid. I was lucky again, you see. So now at least you're trilingual for the moment. Well, Italian doesn't really count when you're Spanish, I guess. Yes, it does. It's, it's more it's difficult an easy than people one. say. It's an easy one. Uh-huh. Then I moved back to Madrid for a couple of years, then moved to... Uh, I was again given the opportunity to go to Germany, to the central office in Frankfurt. And did you go? I did. How many years? Three and a half. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have here Paola Vicente, director of marketing, marketing manager of Opel, but she has lived in Belgium, in France, in Spain, in Italy, and in Germany, and where else? That's it for now. That's it. How's your German? (laughs) Not good. Not good. And are (laughs) you losing it now or trying to keep it up? It was pretty tough because I was working in English, so I wasn't really using much more than just going to the supermarket, so right. very basic stuff. Okay, so, but now you manage mar- the marketing uh, activities for Iberia, for the Iberian Peninsula, or for Opel? For Opel, Spain. Spain. All right. Just Spain for now. And what, no. Is it an easy job or difficult? Um, it's an interesting job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But are, are there any cha- marketing for Opel? That sounds easy to me. I mean, are there any challenges? There are so many challenges. What is your biggest challenge? The and mar- then what is your biggest headache? <laughs> I'd say they're pretty much the same. My challenges biggest- or headaches? No, los retos no son quebraderos de cabeza, ni dolores de cabeza. They can, no. they can be together late. But let's say the challenge, the biggest challenge maybe is the market itself and how fast it's changing and how we need to adapt to that. So not only... The market is not changing. It's not? No. No? I, was, I remember when I was 17 driving my car at 100 miles an hour, and still, you know, crossing the Atlantic is seven hours now. Before, it was seven and a half. <laughs> you know, the first time I crossed the Atlantic, it took seven and a half, eight hours. Now it takes seven. You know, where's the... And car? My God, the car I had in 1969, poor. I could, <laughs> I could drive from Madrid to Barcelona in five hours, no problem. It's still the same. It is in certain cases, huh? but uh, <laughs> there are some challenges that we have there. Young people have a different view on having a car and wanting okay. a car. Uh-huh. I think what it meant for us, that was kind of freedom and you know your first trip with friends and so on. That's not exactly the same thing today. But do you think the young generation, the millennials and post-millennials, do you think they will change with the years as they become older and more conservative and want to buy a car? Could happen. Could happen, but not necessarily. I mean, we do see customers that are 40, 45 with kids, and maybe they don't want to buy a car. Me they want I, the, the <laughs> car I have is the last car. When, I, when this car is kaput, you know, when it needs to go to, I will use taxis or Uber or something. Yeah, well, this is our challenge. All right. And so our motivation you, to find the way to give the best mobility service to our customers. So this is one of the most important areas of the marketing effort for Opel. Yeah. All right. And Elen. Elen, my guy, Elen has an equally interesting trajectoria, a trajectory, but in English, trajectory is para la, la balística, es para balas, pero es una mujer bala. 
Casi, seguro. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Según Leo, parece que sí. So, digamos, trajectory aquí. But where are you from, Ellen? Well, I was born in France also, but my parents were Portuguese, so I raised in France until 18 years old, and then I, I came back to Portugal, where I studied there. In the meantime, I decided to, to go and to take profit of one year of Erasmus uh -huh. in, in the UK, so I stayed there for one year. Where in the UK? Uh, in Liverpool. Oh. And when I came back, I started to work, not for Peugeot still, but uh, I started in Portugal to, and I worked for a French company during three years before joining Peugeot Portugal. All right. So I worked in Peugeot Portugal for six years and a half as a controller. Six and a half years. Yeah, six and a half years, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I stayed there. After that, I, lived, I left to France. Uh, so I was in the finance parts, and I decided that I wanted to enlarge my my view about the company. So I became a key account manager for a big fleet in Paris. Well, that's very different from finance. So you went Completely to different, commercial yeah. sales area, basically. Yeah, right. Uh, which is more interesting, finance or sales? Well, uh, I think it's different. Well, of course, but which do you like more? <laughs> Now I think Mokate. sales. Mokate. <laughs> well, I mean, I like everything because I think that we need to have a, a, a global background to be able then to, to manage and to take decisions. So the financial background is very important for that. But um, in terms of sales, we have the contact uh, with people. We are, uh, and this side is also right. fancy for me. When you say global background, mm -hmm. can un telón de fondo mundial o global. global global overall overall okay global in English refers to the world <laughs> you see here in Spanish in, for Spanish you say las cifras globales no las cifras the overall figures because the, in English the global figures son las cifras mundiales mm -hmm. no so it's there's not, a mix there's not sometimes yet, not, yet. <laughs> not yet not yet so your parents uh, immigrated to France is that yeah. correct yeah it is what, where, were you, where did you grow up in France Well, I grew up in the center of France, uh, in Espalion, near uh, Aveyron. It's the center of France. And then I lived um, in Montpellier, in the south of France. All right. Good. And do you go back to France very often? Do you miss it? Well, um, once a year, more or less. All right. Now, what are you in charge of now? What are you responsible for in uh, PCA? Well, now I am in charge of the Peugeot brand for Spain and Portugal. Okay. So, so I'm responsible for the commercial... So you're competing against Opel? I'm competing with Paula <laughs> in, a, in a very nice way. Yes. All right. <laughs> We're All friends right. anyway. The Peugeot brand. Well, you see, I had a Peugeot for 16 years. Yeah, Great. so I, I, I have been a very loyal customer. Yeah, but And I heard that now you are not so loyal, so... No, I'm still loyal. I'm still loyal. <laughs> I'm still loyal. I, I, so we'll speak later. Cars. First it was a Peugeot 505, and then it was a Peugeot 405 ME16. 16 baulas, toma. Me encantaba. It was ligero y rápido y ágil. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect car. In fact, I would say that that Peugeot is the my favorite car of every car I've owned in my life. Yeah. No, honestly. Because it was, I was light. It was like I was in total control. It was a very, very nice car. So we uh, need to talk later. Yeah, we need to you talk. You need to change. You now. need to convince me again. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but in any case, so what is your big... Do you have any challenges? Well, I mean, Peugeot se vende por sí mismo. I mean, people just... 
No? I mean, it sells itself. <laughs> I, would, I would like to. <laughs> huh? No, the, the brand has a, a good awareness in, in, in Spain and Portugal, of course, but we still have some work to do, you know? And we need to, as Paula was saying, we have the big challenge because the market, the automotive market is changing, and we need to adapt very quickly. Okay. With one of them is the electrification. Yeah. For example, I give you an example. Next three months, we are going to have uh, four launches in terms of hybrid Quatro and almuerzos. electric cars. Cuatro almuerzos. Cuatro? Ah, launches. Launches. Law. Launches. Como se dice la ley? Law. The law. La ley. Law. Law. Launches. Launches. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's my English they're forcing accent, me to know. teach here. Yo pensaba que me libraba de enseñar hoy. Okay, no. Es mi sino, 45 años. But no, launch. 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 This is American. No, it's not. It's British too. <laughs> oh, we launch, launch in the British. <laughs> cuando, hablo, cuando intento hablar británico, tengo que poner a postura física. Oh, yes, we launch. <laughs> All right. But you work, you said only in fleet. Is that true? Uh, I, I worked in fleet in France. Ah, but not here. That's just, not here. Just uh, after France, I worked again in Croatia, uh, Portugal. I worked after that one year in Madrid. Okay. Then go back to Portugal. And then I went to the UK. All right. Before coming here, I was two years and a half in the UK. All right. In Coventry, I remember. In Coventry. Coventry is very famous because of the bombing in the yeah. Second World War. Exactly. Terrible bombing. But nevertheless, what is your biggest challenge then for the Peugeot brand? It's electrification. Yeah, right. When you say electric... Okay, we, the, in the second half hour, we're going to enter into... ¿Qué es lo que hay la vuelta a la esquina? What's just around the corner? And make some predictions. Yes. It's very difficult to make predictions, especially about the future. And so <laughs> we will try to make predictions. But in the meantime... Uh, the Peugeot brand has always been very, very popular in Spain. It's always been among the top. Mm -hmm. Where is it ranked now? The rent. The ranking of Rank. Peugeot. The, uh, Peugeot. We are leader of the market. You're the leader in the market? Yeah. More Last year we were leader, and this year, the ninth first month of the year, we are leader. So you're beating Opel. Give us time. What? <laughs> Just give us time. Just give us time. <laughs> and you're beating Volkswagen. Also, yeah. Wow, because Volkswagen, I think, is number one in Europe or not? Who's number one in Europe? In terms of the group, yes, it's Volkswagen. Okay, and who's number two? PSA. PSA. We are. are you catching up or falling behind? We are catching up, of course. All right. <laughs> okay. And in the future, much more. <laughs> All right. And uh, so you're selling both individual cars and fleets, is that correct? Yeah. All right. Is the fleet business important for Peugeot? Yeah, it's important. It represents in Spain. It, rep it represents one third, more or less, of the market. Really, B two B. Yeah, and in Portugal, it's half of the market. No kidding, really. Really, but what? To what kind? What type of entities buy the fleets? Well, the the, the companies, in fact. Uh, For example, you, my company can buy a fleet of of, of Peugeots. Yeah, and Definitely. Opel. And Opel. <laughs> of the S. <laughs> yeah, okay. We have a com competition. Yeah, yeah. To, yes. <laughs> you'll have to make me good offer. We'll accept. We'll think about it. Because I don't know how many company cars we have. But uh, not too many. We're a small company. There are only it's six. It's not a problem. You are a company. 
Well, uh, what a fleet starts with two cars, right? Yes, right. All right. Very good, very good. And so here we have also, how much time do we have, Dani? Dani, ¿qué tiempo nos queda? Yeah? Oh, we have plenty of time. And also, finally, we have, uh, you know, I'm with, I've been flanked by two very lovely ladies, but we have Borja. Borja, se- Sekulitz. That's right. Sekulitz. Sekulitz. Dani, que se oiga bien. Borja Sekulitz. Sekulitz. That's a strange... Borja, are you Spanish? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, Sekulitz, cero de, de Albacete. <laughs> no, I'm neither, neither from Jaén. It's a... Uh, well, it comes really from, from what is today Serbia. Ah, it's a Serbian. Close to Croatia. It's a that's Serbian. Right. <laughs> so that's you right. have a Serbian surname. Yes. That's is right. your father from Serbia? Yeah, that's it. And your mother as well? Or? No, she's uh, Spanish. She was born uh, in Spanish. In yeah. 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 Los extranjeros decimos que las mujeres españoles no se casan. Importan maridos. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, in the case of your mother, I think it's perhaps true. Yeah. Well, how did you, where did your mother meet your father? Well, they met each other when they were doing the, uh, the career of uh, economics here in Madrid. Logico. When yeah. studying. <laughs> One Sunday? When studying. Ah, when studying. So your, your father came from Serbia. Yeah. From Belgrade? Mm-hmm. From Belgrade to Madrid to study economics. That's it. Why? <laughs> well, it just happened like that. I really don't know the, the whole story. You've I never asked your parents, hey, mom, dad, why, dad, why did you come from Serbia? Of course, at that time, was it still Yugoslavia? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was still. So he came before he made it to Spain before the problems. That's right. All right. And how is your Serbian? Well, mm, I've never been there, so it would you don't be speak Serbian. No, unfortunately, Ooh, we should kill your father because, yeah. you know, because with my children, when I was growing up, what well, when they were growing up, uh, their only contact with English in the first five years was with me. And so it was my responsibility to keep their, their ear with English. Your father should have done that so you could speak Serbian. And besides, it's easy to speak Croatian, too. How's your Croatian? Yeah, it's very, well, I learned during one year, one year and a half. So and I have the basics. Uh-huh. All right. But I think the, they're very, very practically the same. There are only a few words that are different. But yeah. Borja, so you, where are you from in Spain? Are you from Madrid? From Madrid, yes. Okay, so you grew up in Madrid. And... Um, do you remember Pantic? No, I don't. You don't remember. like football. I don't, don't like you too much. You know, I don't oh. like too much football. Okay, Atlético no. de Madrid. Yo no. Yo soy medio colchonero y medio merengue, así que me, me libro. <laughs> <laughs> Ambos son clientes míos. So I have to be both. But um, it's interesting because in the, in the past twenty years or twenty five years, Atlético de Madrid has won the league twice, and one was in nineteen eighty and excuse me, nineteen ninety four, ninety five, I believe. And an incredible team with Caminero, um, uh, Kiko, and mm. uh, Pantic from Serbia. He was very, very good. Yeah, I, I'm Real Madrid supported and really. Okay. But in any case, how long have you been working with the PSA group? Well, I joined. I joined PSA, PSA in the 2000, so 20 years already. 20 years. 20 years with you, and how many years? 19 years. My God. More That's or less the same. 59 accumulated years here. Yeah. Curtidissimos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of experience. Aren't you tired of working in this industry? No, not at all, really. <laughs> really. Aren't you, aren't you tired of working in the same company for 20 years? Well, I mean, to me, which is the most important is to have the chance 
to, to switch from one job to another that maybe is the common path that we have between the three of us that we have had the chance to, to, mm -hmm. to do different things uh -huh. and at least for me what I, you get bored when you get are doing the same and the same yeah. and the same during years well, I mean I've been working in my company for 42 years doing the same thing trying to help Spaniards learn English se resisten es como de la cabeza contra la pared wow, come on alright but in any case I still enjoy it será, seré más seré masoquista I must be a masochist or something but uh, what position do you have now in Pujo what's your job in DS oh DS my god I need to, I, my, I didn't do, do enough homework. By the way, no DS, problem. DS, ladies and gentlemen, is a very, is a special make or brand yeah. of, um, of car, which is, which they say means different series or distinctive spirit. Why the, why the letters DS and what is DS? Well, actually DS, it, as you said, comes from that, but it's also the, the name of a, very well-known model uh, uh, during the 70s on, on Europe. It was the, known as the Tiburon, or the Shark. Yeah. Um, and it was a very, very original car. A Citroën Tiburon. I remember Exactly, that. that's it. Yeah, that's I remember. It. That's it. Yeah. And, and, well, from that, what is for us a symbol of originality, uh, it's a symbol of, of do something completely different. So the group PSA uh, decided to launch their own premium brand. Okay. Um, And, well, the better name for the new brand uh, to reflect that spirit of innovation mm -hmm. and that spirit of premiumness is we choose. Uh, we have chosen DS. DS. Uh, how long have you been using the name DS? Well, actually, as, as, as I said, it was, at the beginning it was uh, part of, of Citroën, but now as an independent brand, it's just from July 2018. Oh, it's very, very new. Very new. So you have a big marketing job of creación de, o sea, fomentar conocimiento de marca, well, imagen uh, de marca. You need to start creating brand awareness. That's it. And then brand preference, of course. But this type of car, the DS, this, uh, you call it the Citroën DS or just DS? DS just Automobile. It's okay. a completely independent brand now. Uh, is, um, what other brands are similar as competitors? Like Infiniti, for example, would that be a, well, a competitor? Well, it's in the, the premium market, it's, yeah. it's quite quite busy. All right. You can from Audi, Mercedes, BMW. So you have some, you have some big competitors. Yeah, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. Right. Uh, I mean, the, the, the main the main uh, issue that we have is to create the brand, is the awareness, is to create the network. Is to create all the processes, is when, to everything. When you say network, do you have to create your own dealer network, independent from Peugeot or Citroën or or Opel? In the beginning, right. is for is for uh, the most important challenge. And we are very proud of that. Just at this moment, there is a uh, thirty-one yeah. independent dealers in Spain, four in Portugal, wow. and uh, in a couple of years, it will be forty. So That's one of the most difficult jobs in the world to create. A dealer network. Red de concesionarios de la marca. That's... Son palabras mayores. That, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's, well, actually, uh, I, have, I like to call them believers. I mean, in, in a way, we're kind of a, of a preacher. <laughs> so, yes. So, But if I walk into an Opel dealership and I say, I want a DS, what do, what do your dealers say? I'll convince you to buy an Opel. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hay muchos. How do you say corazos aquí dentro? No, it's just... No? 
I mean, it's yeah. different dealers. They, they are not sticking together. They're not, you know, one next to the other. They're not nice, but you should be. Because no, no, they're not one next to the other. Ah, I'm next saying. to the other. Yeah. They okay. are normally competitors yeah. themselves. Yes. So um, they can be the same investor. If they mm -hmm. are the same investor, they can, uh, they can uh, tell yeah. the, the customer that uh, the, there is the Yes brand in front. But on the other way, each sales guy will... Uh, We'll have to, 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 to fight for his brand. All right. Well, Borja, you said you were brought up in Madrid. Did you, yep. did you do your higher education, University of Madrid? No. No, no. Fortunately, my parents decided to, to send me, <laughs> allow me to say, to, to the States. First, to do, I was a summer at, at Arizona. Mm -hmm. Then I was in Florida for another summer. And finally, I did my, my final year of, 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 of school. I did it in, in Ohio. And this okay. is how I learned English. Yeah. Ohio is very cold in the winter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Arizona in the summer, my God, it's 43 degrees. Yeah. And Florida, it's 38 degrees with humidity. Well, I <laughs> guess they, they, they thought that I need a change or something. All right. But the university studies, did you do it? No, here? no, no, no. I did it here in Spain, yeah. Madrid. In what university? Uh, La Complutense. What's your degree in? In uh, sociology, uh, economics. It's the, the sociology, but the part of statistics. It's the more isn't that the most numbers oriented? Estadística descriptiva. It's terrible. Did you enjoy it? Well, it was interesting. Okay, when you finished your degree in yeah. economics or yeah. in sociology. Yeah, in sociology, you can say. All right. Did you start in Peugeot right, uh, no. right away? No, no, no. Then I, then I did a master and then I joined a consultancy firm, one of the big four. One of the big four. Yeah. And uh, how long did you work in consulting? As a consultant, four years. Tough years. Yeah. Very intense. Well, of course, the auditing companies and consulting companies in the, for, for the new boys who, or girls who come from the university, it's <laughs> well, exploitation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say a celebrity, but it was close to. <laughs> but you learned a lot. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. mean, and it was a great, great lesson and, and a great opportunity for me. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. And then you, went, then you started in the Citroën exactly. group? Citroën first? No, in Peyo. In Peyo. In Peyo. Here in Madrid or in, or in Vigo? Or? In Madrid. All right. We have, we're running out of time for our, ladies and gentlemen, we're here in PCA, Grupo Peugeot Citroën, Opel DS. We'll be right back. Vaughan in Company, desde Grupo PSA. Ven a conocer el método Vaughan. Invertimos todo nuestro esfuerzo en encontrar y formar a los mejores docentes. DS Automobile presenta DS7 Crossback, un sub exclusivo por 240 euros al mes y ahora disponible con motor híbrido. En 35 cuotas, entrada 8.592 euros, cuota final 21.763 euros, TAE 5,72%, financiando con PSA Financial Services hasta el 31 de octubre de 2019. Ver condiciones en dsautomobiles.es. DS7 Crossback, de la audacia nace la excelencia. DS Automobile. Vuelve el seminario que tanto éxito está teniendo sobre emprendimiento y liderazgo con dos líderes, Richard Vaughan y Javier Fernández Aguado. Y esta vez, Richard Vaughan lo impartirá en inglés. No faltes a esta nueva convocatoria, jueves 24 de octubre, de 16.30 a 20.30 horas, en la sede central de Vaughan, en la calle Orense 69, primera planta. Entra ahora en grupovaughan.com barra seminario. Señoras y señores, 
El nuevo Sub Citroën C5 Aircross está llegando a su fin de semana de parapente con amigos. Les informamos que en caso de baches, la suspensión de amortiguadores progresivos hidráulicos se asegurará de que no lo noten. Si quieren relajarse, no duden en ajustar sus asientos a Vans Comfort. El nuevo Sub C5 Aircross les desea un excelente viaje. Suban y tomen asiento en la nueva Comfort Class Sub. Tienes grandes profesionales en tu empresa, pero ¿no dominan el inglés? Baugan es el mejor aliado para potenciar tu empresa y prepararla para el mercado internacional. Más de 40 años formando a empresas y a sus empleados. Llámanos sin compromiso. 911335831. Toma nota. 911335831. Let's learn English and have fun with Opel. Listen and repeat. Driving the new Opel Corsa e is fun. Maria charges her new Opel Corsa e in just 13 minutes. Pablo drives 330 kilometers with only one charge of his new Hablar en inglés del nuevo Opel Corsa e es divertido, pero lo más divertido es conducirlo. Reserva el tuyo en opel.es. In English, please. Ah, in English. Um, Pre-order yours at opel.es. New Opel Corsa e. Simply electric. Si no te apuntas a los seis días en Baugaon Town, lo único que podemos recomendar a cambio son seis meses viviendo y trabajando en el extranjero, en un país de habla inglesa. Solo seis días en Baugaon Town te aupa más que seis meses fuera. ¿No nos crees? Manda a Baugaon Town a un amigo empleado que esté desesperado con el inglés y obsérvale seis días después. El cambio que verás te sorprenderá. La inversión en tiempo y dinero tendrá un retorno impresionante. Convierte lo desconocido en aventura con el Sub Peugeot 3008. Llévatelo con un año de seguro de regalo incluido financiando con PSA Financial Services hasta el 31 de octubre. Nunca un Sub había llegado tan lejos. Condiciones en Peugeot.es Porque no todos pueden decir que llevan más de 40 años de experiencia formando a la mayor parte de los directivos, empresarios, trabajadores de este país. Presumimos, pero es que es cierto. Trabajamos con los mejores docentes. Tu profesor está aquí. Infórmate en el 91-133-5833. En Baugan buscamos soluciones. Baugan in Company. Rentabilidad. Dinamismo. Resultados. Hacemos Radio In Company desde el Grupo PSA con Richard Baugan. Hello and welcome back. Here we are back together again for our second half hour of this very special edition of Richard Vaughn Live devoted to the PSA Group, which includes Peugeot, Citroën, Opel and DS. Distinctive Spirit. I like that name. Even though you say it's not necessarily official, I like yeah. that name. No, it really Distingue, is. Espíritu que distingue. ¿Sabes? No, it is, is that, but it's also the name of the model that was just that. But you okay. can say that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm in the dependencia, well, aquí en, las, in the premises, it is in English, in the premises, in the instalaciones, in the facilities of the PSA Group in Villaverde. I remember this. 45 years ago, when Eduardo Barreiro, si los, el Dorje Dart, <laughs> you don't remember that, but uh, it was considered the Dodge Dart. 
it was considered with Chrysler mm-hmm. because he Barreros had a convenio, had an agreement with uh, Chrysler. And so, ha llovido mucho, you say in Spanish. It has rained a lot since then. But here we're with uh, three representatives of the group. Uh, we're with uh, Hélène Boutalou, Boutalou, more Boutalou. or less, Boutalou, uh, who is the director of Pujol para España y Portugal. Se la marca Pujol para toda la península ibérica. And we're here with uh, pa- Paula Vicente, Paula, director of the marketing de Opel, heredada de la fusión hace un par de años, ¿no? When was the, when was the merger? A couple of years, but we are already showing how we're uh, part of the big family of PSA. All right, but when you first heard the news about the merger, <laughs> did, were you frightened? I was actually home because I just had my child. Okay. And I thought, that's a weird moment for me. Oh, you have your child and you have a new boss, right? Exactly. I was wondering, who's going to be the new boss now? <laughs> All right. Besides, Spanish people are often afraid of change. You're not. No, there are, changes are the best. I like change. No sé lo que a la vuelta de la esquina, pero tengo ganas de, de verlo. Mm-hmm. Y vamos, me, me froto las manos que, ah, a ver lo que hay en la vuelta de la esquina. Many people are afraid of the future. Many people are afraid of change. And we're also here with Borja Seculi. Se, dímelo. Sekulitz. Sekulitz. I'll learn That's it right. by the end of the program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fa- his Serbian father, Spanish yeah. mother, yes. uh, grew up in Madrid, but mm-hmm. lived several in several places in the United States. Mm-hmm. So, Sociología Industrial. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's strange. Yes. He has worked. También en Recursos Humanos. Pobre, te acompaño el sentimiento. En Recursos Humanos. Yes, it's quite uncommon. I have a good friend from Recursos Humanos watching us right now. Okay. And, uh, but now you're working in, what are you, in, in, well, you're the chief representative in Spain for yes. DS. Spain for and DS Portugal. Spain and Portugal. Yeah. So, DS. You have the biggest challenge, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. Yes, yeah. creating creating a creating a brand from zero and a premium brand from yeah. zero, uh, I can tell you, it's a big challenge. Uh, Let me but it's you, an opportunity. Listen to me, creating a new brand from scratch. From scratch. From okay. scratch. From a scratch? No, from scratch. From a scratch. No, from from scratch. From a scratch. Uh, okay. No. Sevilla <laughs> <laughs> Es que los españoles tienen la, bueno, es que S-P-S-T-S-L siempre se pone E, España, o sea, Spain, <laughs> I am, I am a Spanish, <laughs> no, the, from scratch, from, from scratch, enlaza la S con la M de from, from, okay. from scratch, from a scratch, all right, yeah. very good, uh, starting a brand from scratch is one of the most difficult things, I, I did it with my brand as well. Starting from scratch is extremely difficult. So you have probably one of the biggest challenges in this company here. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> and you can say that to human resources also. <laughs> But uh, how many people are reporting to you in that in the area of DS? Here in, in Spain, uh, 13, and in Portugal, two. So oh, we are 15 people. All right. In total. 15. 15. That's very small. Yeah. Well, that... Because today there is a lot of people who are working in directions giving, let's say, service All right. to the brands. So ah, so you're, of, you're taking advantage exactly, of the, of the exactly. different functional areas. And I would say that probably is one of the biggest changes that we have seen on, on, on these years. So I, you have to convince other people in Peugeot, Citroën, etc. to help you? No, in PSA. In PSA. There is, there is like the brands, All uh, right. Peugeot, Opel, Citroën, or DS, and then there is PSA directions. 
like right. service, like human resources or yeah. or finance. Or and uh, do you sleep well at night? I try to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because that is an incredibly fun challenge. I mean, if if I if in my next life I have decided certain things I want to do, and one of them would be to do that to create a complete network to start from scratch. Fijaos lo bien que lo digo yo. From scratch. <laughs> From scratch. Saldrá aquí sabiendo eso. Vamos, hasta esta noche en los sueños. From scratch. Uh, but it's a, it's a very exciting job. Mm. But I imagine it's it's very demanding on time and on energy. Well, the, the issue, I mean, is that you have to be capable to, to do at the same time all the brand creation and the awareness, the network, all what we have said already. And, and then at the same time, to, 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 to keep the pace with the regular business. Okay, in, in classical terminology of marketing, we have the, the concept of push and pull. Pull is advertising, certain types of public relations, any ty- anything, uh, events, etc., that pull the, the uh, consumer to the brand. And then, of course, you have the push, which is sales, promotion, merchandising, uh, the dealers pushing it, mm. which is more important at this point for the DS brand. As I said, to me, the most important issue right now is the uh, the network. From creating the network. Creating the network. What percentage of the network have you created? At this moment, 75%. Oh, not bad. One year. How yeah. many dealers do you have? And at this moment, 31, 34 when we end the year. How many? This year, 2019. So you'll finish this year with 34 dealerships. And our target is 40. Or okay. 40. How many? 40. 40, 40. You decide. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, which, how many do you have in Portugal right now? In Portugal, we just opened the fourth. All right. Just one, one couple of weeks ago. Okay. How many do you have in the province of Madrid? In the province of Madrid, we have four at this moment. Okay. Uh, what is the biggest uh, dealership right now in terms of, of volume of sales? Mm, that's a good question. I would say one that we have in Barcelona. There's especially... Uh, Especially performer, I would say, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then uh, the one that we have in Madrid, PCR uh, retail. What's yeah. the biggest challenge for the dealers? To, to, it is, and also for me, is to 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 create the traffic. What we call the traffic is to create the opportunity. I mean, we believe in our product, and and we are pretty sure of that. If we have the chance to to get a client and put it in, for example, in a DS, new DS seven crossback. That okay. client is going to be a maze. So yep. the, the, the the challenge is not to close the sale, but to get the traffic. All right. To so the, if to you the get the traffic to the showroom, to the showroom, that's sala it. de exposiciones. If you mm. get the traffic to the showroom, you make the sale. Usually, well, it's not well. No. <laughs> I would love that it would be as easy as that, but uh, well, it's uh, we have done uh, a quite important part of the job. Okay, DS in in your. Uh, promotion in your advertising, do you use the, the English term DS or do you say DS in Spain, in Portugal? What do you call the brand? DS or DS? DS. It's true that we use a lot of uh, English terms in, in our commercials and communication, but in the case of the brand, it's DS. And what, where do you invest the most money in marketing and, and uh, promotion? What area in television advertising, radio, or print? From, from yeah, from far. If you want to create um, awareness and you want to do it fast, yeah. you need a TV and TV is expensive. Yeah, it's TV. Wow. Well, sure, right. you know. But you would say the most of your or the bulk. Para decir el grueso una cosa se dice bulk, como el increíble Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. 
pues cambias la H por la B y ya, ya tenemos Total. el grueso, el grueso del ejército, el grueso de nuestra inversión, the bulk of our investment. The bulk, bulk también significa a granel. Pedir agua, por ejemplo, aceite de oliva a granel es bulk order. So this is a little extra enrichment. Okay, so the bulk of your investment is in television. Yeah. Is it working? For sure, it's, it really works. At, at the end, you see quite fast how your visits to the site increase. So, so in a way, it gives you power in all the different supports or channels where you're doing other different promotions. So, yeah, TV is important, but you have to do a, quite a balance when you are creating a brand because obviously your volume is just yeah. starting. Last year, we did 4,300 vehicles. So we would love to be on TV as Peor, Opelar, but in our case, we have to be more... Yeah. But nevertheless, you have the, probably the most entrepreneurial job of all. Yeah. And that's, it's always very stimulating. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with uh, three of the top managers in, uh, in the Grupo PSA, which includes Peugeot, Citroën, Opel, and DS. Four different brands. Normalmente se dice... Bueno, brands, okay. When you talk in, in industrial products or aut automotive, it's often common to say make. For example, Opel is a make, Citroën is a make, and brand is more for consumer product than for industrial. But in any case, because cars, you don't know if it's industrial or consumer, you know, then we don't know sometimes whether, I prefer to say the make. DS is a new make of etc. But when we talk about uh, conocimiento de marca, volvemos a brand. We go brand awareness, brand preference. We don't say make awareness, etc. Okay, but we're with um, Helene, Borja, and Paola from P the Grupo PSA here in Villaverde. And uh, they are people who are better positioned than me, I think, to talk about the future of the car industry, the automotive industry, and the future of transportation in general. Uh, although I have my ideas, I'm... I think many of the things you'll probably predict I will never see. I'm in the autumn of the year. But nevertheless, um, Hélène, for you, what is the most exciting thing about the future of, well, of cars, automotive, transportation, let's say? We need to be able to, to adapt to the different expectations from the consumers because the consumers are evolving and uh, Today, they want very different things in terms of, um, of transportation. They want to be free to move, mm -hmm. but in very different ways. It can be uh, to buy a car, but it can be to rent a car. It can be, they want to use a car, for so sure. The way you're speaking, I get the impression that the consumer is calling the shots. Uh, the expression in English, to call the shots, viene del billar americano. Donde dices por donde vas a ir la bola. ¿Sí? Dice, bola siete en, la, en el agujero de la esquina. That's to call the shots. But we use the expression figuratively para llevar, ¿quién lleva la voz cantante? Who calls the shots? O sea, ¿quién manda? ¿Quién, es, quién corta el bacalao? También se dice aquí. <laughs> okay, who calls, but who calls the shots? The consumer or the producer? The manufacturer? Really? For example, Steve Jobs yeah. in Apple, well, he created... He created demand. He created things that people didn't dream of. And so he was the catalyst and not the consumer. But in this industry, who is the catalyst? Well, in, the, in this case, um, I think at the beginning, the, the consumer is a catalyst. But 
then the, um, we have the freedom to create other needs for the consumers that maybe they are not thinking of. But still, you're basically trying to read the market and adapt to read the the trends. Yeah, yeah, we need to adapt to the trends, definitely. And who is who is controlling or who is promoting the trends? The millennials, post millennials, or who? It's a good question. Maybe we should speak to the marketing expert. Huh? <laughs> Not sure I have the answer, but I'll try. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a matter of their habits and and what they want and how they want to use our product, which is basically a car. And from there, of course, we look at everybody, and and also the kids are are you know starting a path on how they want to use mobility and how they are used to All it. Right. So it's looking at the entire market, basically. It's looking at everybody, all the population, plus the one that will become a customer in the next years because they will be able to have a driving license and use a car. All right. I want you to describe this group. Let's see. It's 2019, almost 2020. Describe this group in 2030. Let's, we'll sit down again in 10 years. I suppose you'll still be here. All right. We'll sit down in 10 years. <laughs> What will the conversation, what, what will be the reality for transportation and for cars, vehicles in 10 years' time? Everything will be electric? What do you think? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that, as we were saying before, uh, our main duty is to give the client the possibility or the chance to, 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 to go for petrol or to go for electric or to go for... It. But what I think it will change the most would be probably will we become more mobility providers? I would say. The okay, so you the the group the PSA group is basically a mobility. You sell ways to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Yes, and it could be with a bicycle. Yeah. Or it would be buying a car or renting a car or okay. with a car sharing. All right, describe Opel. Or describe the group in the year 2030. What will you be manufacturing, selling? What will be your promotion strategy? Well, hopefully we'll be leaders in the market. Sorry, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you're talking about the whole group. Trying. No. Uh, jokes apart. Um, I think we will be facing a, a different situation in terms of people used to buy cars, you know, like Uh, bring their money to the dealership and say, I want to buy a car. This is, I think, over basically, and they have different ways to approach their mobility solutions. And this is what we will see in 10 years' time. I don't think everybody will have an electrical car because that's kind of a very drastic change. But electri electrified cars or plug-in hybrids will be in the streets much more and we will be used to traveling around with an electrical car and planning your travel to, so that you stop to recharge your battery like a normal and regular thing that maybe today is still scaring a bit customers, but that will become normal as it is today in other markets in the north of Europe, let's say. But technology in, in, the, in battery, battery technology, is it progressing quickly? I mean, will there be important breakthroughs in the future in electric vehicles? Judico electric, not electrical. Did I say electrical? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think it's electric. <laughs> I say electric vehicles. I say electric. electrical. Hmm. No, electric. What do you think? Well, in fact, uh, I think that uh, we will uh, improve. For example, we have the example. We are going to launch the second generation of 
electric electric cars and hybrid cars. And in this way, the, the, for example, the autonomy, we are coming from a 160 kilometer NEDC to a 450 kilometers really? NEDC or 340. But excuse me, if I buy a, a car, yeah. electric mm-hmm. or hybrid, well, electric, uh, starting next year, if I buy a next March, March of next year, if I buy, what, what, it, what will my auto- autonomy be? Well, for a two-weight electric, it will be 340 kilometer cars okay. in the real conditions, WLTP. What do you mean real conditions? Because uh, the way that we are measuring the, um, the autonomy has uh, changed by uh, European rules. Okay. So we are going from a legislation of NEDC mm-hmm. to a legislation to WLTP. NEDC, it was... The autonomy in the optimum conditions, if I can say it in a, in a simple way, and in terms of, in, for a WLTP measure, it's the re, in the real conditions. All right. So what percentage of the vehicles in, in the Iberian Peninsula in the year 2030 will be totally electric? What do you think? 60%? What do you think? Oh. Anybody? Come on, no house. In 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Or 20. Vamos al 20, 40. All right. (laughs) That's in 20 years. I don't know. Um, But more than 50, yeah, maybe. In 2040, it depends also on the governments and on the rules that uh, Europe will will put in place, in fact. And is the legislation uh, helpful or, or harmful? What do you think, Paula? Is it for electric vehicles? I think it, I think we have some room for improvement in order to be hand in hand with the governments and kind of agree. Like if we all want to go electric cars, mm-hmm. then we should be careful and we should make sure it's uh, accessible for everybody. What well, seems that not re- very recently the governments seem to be dissuading people to go diesel or gasoline. I mean, was that a correct policy? Um, well, you're in the right place to make this question because we have many, many opinions. Um, let's say that in order to meet the CO2 targets that are established um, from a European point of level point of view, um, diesel, for instance, the new efficient. Okay. Therefore, diesel should still be in the shopping list of any customer. And plus, I think the the end of at the end, what we want as a group is to offer to every customer an option that they may consider. So if, if you want to go for an electric car because you're interested, because your daily needs are in line with that, then that's great. We offer that to you in any of our brands. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, because of your daily life and needs with your car, you need a diesel, we shall give you the best and most efficient diesel in the market. Okay. And this is what we're working on. But does DS offer diesel and electric as well? Or is it gasoline? We already was born as, as just as electric. I mean, we have electrical or hybrid, you know, our new models. The okay. moment our lineup is just two models. But to me, which is important to share, is that everyone understands that the, the engagement from, from the sector is to decrease CO2. Okay. And with our demand as a sector is, is to be, let's say, neutral in, in the kind of energy or the type of energy that... So that the PS use. group sh- doesn't really publicly give an opinion on... No. 
because you have all three products. You have diesel, you have gasoline, and you have, well, you have high, you have four, yeah. hybrid yeah. and uh, yeah. an electric. That's what I was saying, that I mean, engagement is to reduce CO2, and we are obviously fully able to, to fully agree to reduce our footprint as much right. as we can. But again, there is different energies to to cover different needs and uh, of autonomy of uh, i mean it's not the same one country than another it is different needs as i said and uh, when people walk into the showroom of opel or ds or peugeot when they walk into the showroom and say i want to buy a car <laughs> um do they ask about electric or hybrid do they specifically ask or do you have to promote or encourage them to look at all of the options? What's the most... Well, today, the, today for example, in uh, Madrid or Barcelona, there is already a, a label system which, uh, which gives some benefits to the people who are buying an electric car, a hybrid car. So I, you have customers that are, are arriving to the showroom and they are really uh, looking for an electric car or a hybrid car, Okay. Uh, in the other place of Spain for now you have some curiosity it's starting in the mind of the people and people are starting to to how many how many versions of the in the PSA in Opel uh, how many versions are now electric or all of them you offer well right now in the Opel brand you have two options you have the Corsa electrical electric Mm -hmm. electric (laughs) and the Grandland plug-in hybrid both are available for orders right now, and they will be arriving beginning next year. And in Peugeot, all of the different versions? Uh, not yet. We will have 50% at the beginning of the year. So for now, uh, physically, I mean, the orders are open for now for 208 electric, 2008 electric, and the hybrid cars. And in DS? The, 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 all of them. DS and Crossback, do we have... Uh, How many different versions of DS do you have? At this moment, two. The S7 Crossmax, which is a SUV, was launched uh, last year, and we have an hybrid version ready to, to take orders, as, as, as Ellen said, and, and to be delivered in January. And the other model is the SC Crossback, and in, for this model, we have an alternative full electric. Okay, but is your objective for all versions and models to have, be electric? Yes, that's a yes. compromise of the company. Mm-hmm. So commitment. Commitment. The, com- the commitment is to be at 2023, 80%, and 2025, 100%. 2025. So in two th- if I walk into a showroom of Peugeot or Opel or Citroën oh, yes. or DS, yes. in 2025, supposedly, I can choose. Yeah, exactly. Gasoline, maybe diesel, maybe hybrid and yeah. electric. Commitment. Compromise is, um, no, is compro- te- te- compromitis to, is comprometedor, comprometido. Okay. But, uh, but a commitment is a una promesa. That's a common mistake Spanish speakers make. A compromise means un acuerdo llegado transigiendo cada parte. All right. And so, a commitment. Ladies and gentlemen, we're with Hélène. I'm, I'm going to say it right this time. Uh, it's impossible to pronounce. Yes, Hélène Boutelot, director de Peugeot España y Portugal. We're with Borja Seculitz. Seculitz. 
Ya voy, mejorando. You can call me from scratch. <laughs> el director general de DB Automóviles, from scratch. Yeah. Eh, tanto para España como para Portugal, mucho reto ahí en la creación sí. de una buena red de concesionarios. En Pablo Vicente, director de marketing de Opel. You know, I teach, or I used to teach marketing in, in ICADE. So, um, so we have something in common. And we have one minute left. Any final perlas de sabiduría? Any final pearls of wisdom? Anything to say, Helen? Nothing to say? Well, we give our customers the power of choice. Okay. <laughs> Anything you would like to say? Just thank you for this opportunity. It was great. Have you enjoyed your first hour on radio in your life? Very much. Prepare right. for the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Borja, any last... Did you look into the electric vehicles? And it seems to me that me da la impresión de that uh, uh, the PSA Group is uh, one of the vanguardia. It's the vanguard, perhaps, in electrification. So it's been a real pleasure. Thank you very, very much for Thank this you. time. It's been wonderful. Take it away. Bogan in Company, desde Grupo PSA.